Hello and welcome to another episode of Cripple Stump. And as per usual, we have another guest for you today. So over to you, guest, to introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, my name is Colin. Colin Connor. And uh, yeah, <laughs> beyond that, you want me to say more? Yeah. What? Uh... And uh, I'm an actor. Um, that's it, really. Yeah, and a father. Most more importantly. <laughs> Is that good enough? Good, good corny start there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I'd just like to tell the audience that this is the first time uh, we've done one of these in the same room, so it could be slightly different, but it's going to be slightly different with Colin anyway, so there we go. So my first question to you, Colin, is Uh uh, what is acting to you? Um, it's, 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 um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a job, it's how I make a living. Um, I'm in a very lucky position to be able to say that I'm an actor because it's what I do to, to earn a living. So to me, it's a lifeline. It's, um, it's what keeps me, keeps me going as a way of life. Yeah, it's, um, I don't do anything else. So, so, so a lot of the time, I don't do anything at all. Because, um, yeah, because it's everything to me. Okay. Oh, my God. Is that all right? Yeah. You say whatever you feel, whatever you like. Yeah, I don't want to sound too pretentious. But I want to, you to be as honest as you possibly yeah, can. I'm just trying to get across that it's just that there's no big... It's not... Ooh, it's just it's what, it, it's what I do. It's my job. Okay. And uh, that's what it is to me, yeah. So it started for you in the mid 80s, right? Uh, yeah, old acting world. So, I mean, my first professional work as an actor, first paid work as an actor, was as a child. And, yeah, um, I did a couple of uh films for BBC Northern Ireland, and I suppose that was my um, I suppose that's when I, when I was bitten, I suppose. Um never really thought about being anything else although I've had to do a lot of other things but yeah so yeah when I was um quite young in the in the in the mid 80s can can you remember anything about your first day on set in the mid 80s oh my god um and well the first one the first thing I ever did was actually was mid it was in 81 um, it, it's hard to remember. I just remember there was a, there was four of us, young boys, all eleven, twelve, playing these kids, um, uh, playing flashback scenes of the characters, the adult characters in this in this TV thing. And I just remember it was just kid, kids having fun and all these. I'm just I'm getting told off a lot. That's what I remember about that. Mm. Um, and it never really been a serious thing, but just like really just having fun and just pretending. So that's that's probably my first memory. And what was the the piece called that you, or the show called? It was called Cowboys. And it was written by um, a famous uh, Belfast actor called Harry Taub. He'd written it and it was based on his life um, coming from a Jewish family in Belfast, growing up in the um, uh, during the war. Or, or sorry, before the, 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 just before the war. 
and uh, this this uh, man comes back from America and he gets a taxi driver drives him around Belfast and he stops at places and thinks back to what them places were like when he was a child and oh. that evokes these memories and these flashback scenes come out of that where he used to go to watch to go to the cinema to watch Roy Ro- Roy Rogers a cowboy okay and then play that out in the in the what was called the Glen mm. the the like forest whatever you want woods yeah. and the characters the other three characters that we played we found we discovered this kid playing on his own and then we become cowboys with him so yeah, yeah that's what's and uh, and then the man eventually because at that time you had to relate everything to the troubles everything had to be you know highlighted. so at the end yeah. he gets oh, no spoilers if anybody wants to watch it <laughs> oh, yeah. they can find it. I suppose fuck well you can shot in the end <laughs> and the, the, the tagline is oh do you think there were paramilitaries and the taxi driver goes no I think these were just cowboys mm. boom so there you go is it so do you think anything's changed in terms of uh, Ir- in terms of Irish like, or do you still think even now if you did the show like that in Saturday Island you have to relate everything back to the troubles um, no because I did I did a, um, a show um, uh, last year which was, out, was on uh, it was on BBC daytime last a couple of weeks ago called Hope Street which is set now in an imaginary village yeah. in Northern Ireland with the Northern Ireland Police Service. Mm. And there's no real reference in that to any sort of, any heavy references toward um, sectarianism or the, 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 the troubles as they were known. It's, um, it was a drama very much based, rooted in just stories. So that was, that was last year. So yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I think, I think films are still, things are still made about that time, but, if you look at Branagh's latest film, yeah, but I think I, th- I think it's a place where there's a lot more normal stories coming out of yeah. it. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be connected to that. Mm. So the last, like I said, Hope Street it was called, and I was actually playing a uh, a pastor who's who had a farm, a street preacher, a pastor. He had a farm, and whose farm hand uh, dies, and that's investigated. Yeah. But within the drama, there's like stories going on at the same time. So. So no, that had nothing to do with with uh, that. Yeah, because it was just making me think then that uh, coming from a place like that, yeah, and growing up in a place like that where you're living something, and then obviously you want to hear stories about it, but sometimes you can get too much of that, right? Yeah. And, and you know, uh, and it can just become like a a one trick pony kind of thing. Yeah, very much so. Uh, um, but I mean that the. Because of the, the, you know, everybody knew about it and there's so many stories to it and it's attractive, that sort of thing is always attractive, isn't it, yeah. to, to viewers. So it's not surprising that those dramas exist or are still, yeah, are around. Can we talk a bit about the circumstances about how, how you came about getting that audition? The very first one? Yeah. It was the BBC came to the schools, several schools, primary schools around Belfast, okay. and I was sent down to meet them because I was I'd been in the school plays. Okay. So they sent me and another and a few quite a few others, but it was me and another lad called Rory McKenna who was who'd been in the school plays, were were ended up being cast from our school. Oh. 
And then two other boys from two different schools. And do you remember actually wanting to do it, or were you just like, oh, you should... You no, should. I definitely wanted to do it, okay. absolutely. It was like, oh, being on telly. Okay. You know, and um, for the recall audition, my mum and dad took me down to the BBC in Belfast. The, yeah. the BBC broke the, the, on the Ormer Road, still there. That's where, the, you know, like BBC, you know, where BBC Manchester used yeah. to be. So this, the, but this is a famous, it's still there. The original one. I'm going down to meet the producer and the director for a, a second audition, and just enjoying it and just thinking, oh, not being starstruck. I don't think I know what stars were, but just thinking, oh, this is really this is exciting. I like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And how would you say over the last uh, nearly four decades, <laughs> the business has changed for you? From your perspective, I've. It's never I've I don't I was a child then and then I did and then the last day I did the of the thing with Danny Boyle when I was sixteen and at the same time along with that I used to do stand up comedy in the working men's clubs so I didn't think of it as the business it was just what I did from throughout school when I just left school and then there was this huge period of time where I, I didn't do it because life circumstances but it was always there in me yeah so i've never seen it as a business i've never i just i just want i just when i got back to it doing it for a living and i had to it was just what i had to do and yeah. it, it's a, i don't I, that's not a business i enjoy or the the having to promote yourself having to get photographs of yourself having to you feel like you're selling yourself the whole time that that's something I just don't. I'm yeah, not, I'm not into it at all. So the business is such change. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's changed. I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know what the business is. And uh, for example, <clears throat> like auditions now, right? You before you always went in person. Now there's a lot of self tapes and, and stuff. Yeah, but like that, that that was. I mean, that's got more because of what we've been through in the last yeah. few years. But that that was there. It was it used to be there anyway. It was always there. And now it's 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 prevalent, and you know it's it's probably it's here to stay. Probably for first first scene, first to be seen. You know, you'll send a self tape. I think if it go if it's going to go any further, the last to meet you. If yeah. it's something big, but yeah, that's 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 difficult. I find that difficult. I find self tapes extremely yeah, difficult. But uh, would would you say, from one perspective, it's good because. It doesn't cost you the money to get to go to the audition, and if you're a struggling actor, you know, I know you know how how difficult it is to get the money together. Yeah. To go to auditions. No, it, it's 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 in, in that way. It's an absolute benefit. You could be doing a doing a self tape and sending it off to somebody the other side of the world. You know what I mean? It broadens everything for you. Yeah. It opens everything up for you, and then. The, and the world is le- a lot less London centric, if, yeah. if, if you like. Um, but it's another it's another skill then to be able to, to do the self tape to do yeah. it. Cor- you're being told how to do it and how to. So you you kind of like becoming a you know a filmmaker as well as just being an actor, and also just <laughs> generally you do me generally I have to do them on my own the odd time I have yeah. a friend will help me. Actually, the more times when when I have another actor to work with, I generally get the job. But a lot of the time, you get a script and you you're on your own, so you have to make it seem like a monologue. If there's dialogue and it all feels strange and awkward, and there's 
yeah, I, I can't. I'm not really good at looking at what I've done objectively. Yeah. So that's it's just another layer of the anxiety. I, you know, I'd probably be more comfortable just walking in the room as myself. Yeah. Doing doing the thing rather than. I'm getting better at it, but. But thinking about it from a filmmaker's perspective, I think the filmmakers are being lazy in one sense because they're getting you to be more creative on the self-tape in a way because you're kind of doing the work for them, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Do you think I'm wrong there or...? No, I just think at the scale that I'm at, um, every, you know, I get some good self tips or some good interest and stuff, but a lot of the time, um, I, you know, it's quite sometimes I've even noticed that, you know, the wee transfers never actually been downloaded, or you can check if somebody's how many times it's been yeah. viewed, and some of the tips have sent off haven't even been viewed yeah so there's always this thing about feedback and being let know how you you know yes or no and yeah so there's all that that self-tips doesn't change any of that so i don't think it makes them lazy at all no i just oh. think i mean they've always filmed auditions anyway yeah but i wonder if they just say yeah i get 50 odd people to send us a self-tape and now those 50 will only see 20 of them anyway well do you know what i don't think that's down to i think that's more casting directors than directors do you know okay. what I mean? and casting directors sometimes will maybe cast their net too well yeah. and get sent out fit like you say 50 i don't know how many but i know for a fact that i've seen people from my agency and friends other actors being on this yeah totally different people but all being seen for this same role that's been given a description and it's none of us are like that yeah so sometimes i think they just they just go yeah drag get as many self-tip to maybe maybe they're they need to be <laughs> keeping themselves busy or something yeah. i'm not slacking any anything off it just feels <laughs> it does fit yeah you're right it, do, it can feel like no, but i don't think that's the cast i don't think that's the directors i think if the director sees somebody and they're good and they act and they'll, they'll get a chance mm. but i think sometimes Maybe they do invite too many people yeah. to send in tips. I mean, na- if they know who, what they're looking for, they should narrow it down already. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be afraid to say it because we're only giving our opinion. I'm not yeah. asking you to speak for the whole profession and I'm not oh, I say, I saying I, I know it. Yeah. I'm just giving you the way I see it and that's what I'm asking of you. So don't, I would say don't be worried about speaking the what you think is how you perceive it yeah so um yeah i i just think it's fascinating how how the current new circumstances we're in has changed and who's benefited from it and who hasn't you know and we we talk about blind casting for example do you have any opinions on blind castings like should they happen um like I mean, what do you mean by what I mean, I mean like they don't know m- much about you know like you you get a a, a female for a male male's part or whatever and right okay do, does that make sense? What when they don't actually know what they what they want and they'll audition anybody yeah. man woman yeah tall yeah black white whatever. They just and it, yeah, there's nothing. That's that's I'm, I've no objection to anybody doing anything or being anything. Oh, oh, oh you know, <laughs> when I'm, I, I I have if the person's if for the I think 
whoever gets the job for yeah. the, as the as the right person for that job in that director's eyes and that's just how it is regardless of what they are you know okay does that sound yeah and because I'm just like, like for example if I was casting a film do you think I sh- I should be getting a disabled actor if if there's if there's a disabled part in the film, for example. I think you should, yeah, you should, that should be your first port of call. Yeah. Yeah, because, but when I, I think I should, I should audition them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if, if somebody is, is better for the, for the role or whatever, I don't think they should get the part just be, well, that because would be entirely, they're disabled. Yeah, well, that would be entirely up to you. If yeah, it's your thing, I, then I'm, that's up to you. I mean, I would have no say, but it's because it's your choice and it's your decision. And you'd have to, you'd have to answer the questions. So it won't give me the answer. No, answer no, your questions. I'm just having you. a if that's what you're going to do, you go ahead. And do it. I'm just having a conversation <laughs> with you. Yeah, I don't know. That's like I say. That's not my. That's not for me to say. Uh, yeah, but I'm. I'm just. Yeah. Asking you and having a conversation. I don't know, yeah, I know. About it. Yeah. All right then. As soon as you Go don't on. want to touch that, should we? Can we talk about class in terms of acting? How, how big a element does class play in the acting profession? I, I, I really, I don't know. I would say in terms of actually trying to get into it. Um, and when you're talking, what are you talking when you're talking about class? I'm talking about people who've coming from like the solid middle class background. Yeah. People who are, who are able to say uh, go auditions around the world. Yeah. People <coughs> who have got the means, who have got the safety net to do, you know. Yeah. Follow follow. For, to follow the dream. Yeah, I think it's much easier for someone who's got money behind them um, to make to, to, to make that step to go right. I'm I'm an actor yeah. um, because they've got some sort of uh, financial safety net, if you like. Yeah. So most definitely, it's easier for people like that to 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 make that step. Um, so really, it should be made easier for people who don't have them, um, who aren't in that position, to to be able to to do it, to get into it. So yeah, it is one. It just happens to be one of those things, doesn't it? I yeah. Think, where sometimes if you're a little bit better off, it can be. But that doesn't. I don't think there's any bar for anybody from any background to get into acting and to be successful. I just think it's more difficult. If you if you if you're having to fight a bit, you know, harder. Because all I'm getting at is that I, every now every now and then I just hear we need to get more BAME people into the industry, we need to do this, we need to do that. But they they just talk about it like we need to do it but I they don't see the structural problems. That's, maybe I don't know enough about it, but I think that's I think it should be it should be it's it should be open you know, people should be able to access it. If people want to become that, they should be they should be allowed to be from whatever their background. You know, you can't go out and find these people, but there just has to be the children from those backgrounds, from working class backgrounds, from minority backgrounds, need to be aware that this is it. So therefore, seeing 
people from their backgrounds yeah. on screens or the more that happens then the more that will become normal for them to do that sort of to be involved yeah. normal for the for the for the the people on lower incomes children to be involved in that to have them same ambitions so it just yeah that needs to be represented more i think like you quite often see somebody from um, an actor from a middle from a, an upper class middle class actor but that Look, a posh actor for for yeah. sake of, and I'll probably get hung. But um, being allowed to play the type in a costume drama, but then also being allowed to play some ruffian in a you know a working class kitchen sink drama. Yeah, I don't always think that happens in reverse. I don't think no. you always you can you see, you see the working class hero, but you don't often see you don't. It doesn't translate the other way. I don't no, think they it often end up playing the posh romantic lead. Yeah. You know? So so I do think there's difficulties. Mm. And I think it's just a hard thing to look, it's a hard thing to, to break into anyway. Yeah. And if you've got other impediments, yeah, societal impediments, yeah. then it's gonna be even even tougher. Look, Colin, I'm not trying to trip you up here. I feel, I feel like you're being very defensive. I've got, I'm trying to, I'm trying to trip you up. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That, that people should be having, look, not just us two, people yeah. should be having it on a wider societal level. I think, they, I think they do. I think them conversations happen. Yeah, think but they do. happen in closed rooms where nobody yeah. gets to... Really talk, talk about it, talk about it honestly. Or? I think that people do, but it's easier to talk about if you're successful, isn't it? And yeah. you're doing raw right. Then you can, then you'll have more say, you have more skin yeah. in the game, if you like. Yeah. But you even hear about people like Riz Ahmed complaining about racism and like uh, how, how successful he's been. Yeah, but that doesn't mean to say that it isn't, he hasn't experienced yeah, that, yeah. does it? Do you know but what I'm, I'm saying? I mean, I'm just giving that as an example, yeah. like. You know, him being that success, kind of that kind of level of success, yeah. and even he had that those problems. Yeah. Uh, but you, I don't know. I just hear about them wanting to get more bane people behind the camera. And yeah, definitely. I think that's like, should, absolutely should. Yeah. But I think it has to. You know, you can't like I said, you can't just go out and grab a load of yeah. people. And say, I think that. The, 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 the interest is there and the effort has to be put in at a very early stage yeah. to in all those um, areas that need you know people from BAME communities people from immigrant communities people from all sorts everybody that has, has isn't getting the same chance yeah and it needs to even out and it needs to but you have to there has to if more and more of those people are in them roles and them children and them see them roles then it becomes more accessible doesn't yeah. it yeah all I'm getting at is when people said that to me, and when you're working behind the camera, the usual route is you become a runner and stuff like that, and that's why I'm getting at those people that are less well well off can't afford to do that work, for nothing. Yeah, work for six months yeah. for nothing. Well, it's like so, bankers and internships yeah, and stuff how, like that. So the people you, that does it, they have to be able to afford to do an internship to get to where they, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah so that's what I'm getting at, really. Yeah. Those are the structural yeah. uh, things that need some, uh-huh. somebody needs to gra- grasp a hold of yeah. and do something with. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. 
And it's like... I know, but I can't. There's nothing I can do, really. No, but we can... We can we, you, I'm not saying you, you, may, you wave your magic white wand and it was so... so maybe, maybe that's what we should call this episode. The magic white wand. <laughs> Please don't. Well, maybe not. But, uh... Yeah. My phone kid. I thought I'd put it on sign. Oh, he's trying to run off now. It's actually a, a, a WhatsApp group. It's a message group for a, a show that I did uh, called Our Country's Good for Ramps on the Moon, which is the uh, disability theatre. Shout out for the... Yeah, yeah. Disability. Ramps on the Moon. Um, yeah. Uh, Ramps on the Moon, yeah. Cause our Country's Good. It was... Um, it was uh, deaf people... Um, uh, people using it's a it's a transit they do I think they're still going but they do a tour every year where they do a production the one that I was in um, was called Our Country uh, Timberlake Wannabickers Our Country's Good uh, about uh, prison ship going to Australia and all the prisoners were deaf and it was it was an, an amazing fantastic piece to be involved in yeah if you remember I went to see it yeah and I don't think you liked it very much so it was, it was, <laughs> if I can recall correctly it was alright just about, yeah I was just about to say that, do, you remember, do you know that uh, recently uh, Bill's going to Parliament to recognise and BSL as a, as, as, a problem, yeah. we're, as we're talking now it hasn't fully done all the rounds but yeah. they could be recognised that as would be well. brilliant that would be a fantastic thing it's a beautiful language yeah but it, it seems very difficult uh-huh. very difficult and I didn't make enough effort to learn Did, more of it were you meant to learn something? no 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 didn't have to but it's just in order but when you worked with I was working with people for six months and you like then you just sort of like go oh my god I wish I could communicate with you better yeah you're the one that's doing the hard work to so we can communicate so you feel a bit lazy it's a bit that sort of like going to Spain and speak English do you speak English <laughs> you know it's that that's just the, it's a, that's what you know that's when you understand it's a language because you're you're not that you you know like any other language so you do by the end of it you just I felt I could have worked harder on it so going back to your acting what kind of actor would you say you are I don't think I don't, I don't think there's kind of actors okay. do you know what I mean okay. I just think there's an actor um, in what terms would for example when you did Fred Dibner yeah would you have done some kind of method acting no, to get into um, that no, um, I, I, I watched a lot of him. I was aware of him already. Um, concentrated on the accent, on, on, on mannerisms. Tried as best I could not to make it an impression. Um, but once of, you know, you, I could, with that, I think I could have, I found, I should have, but I could, was, came into it quite late. So if I had more time, and if it was to do it again, I would... Go a bit deeper mm. into him, and I, I think it was during that production. I was mm. maybe a little bit just on the surface, but I wouldn't like. I don't the idea of method or anything like that. But I think you can. I think concentrate a bit deeper mm. for me sometimes. Yeah, would be be, but not like I wouldn't. I didn't have to go and like dig a hole or climb a chimney. 
Do you know what I mean? You don't I'm feel like you have to do that <laughs> no, to, to actually get... No, no. No, I think I've got enough life experience to garner the correct um, emotion of, of, of that's required at the time. Mm. And now that you've said that, like, it just leads me to think, is there any particular part where you wish throughout your life that you, if you just put that a, a, a little bit more concentration, you could have, it could have opened more doors for you? Is, is there any one part that you regret that you didn't fully appreciate the opportunity you had at the time? Um, Do you get what I mean, though? I yeah? do get what you mean. Um, I don't... I don't think so. Certainly not in theatre. Maybe in some of the little telly things that I've done. Yeah. Um, that aren't just like a scene, you know, service it, but you know, yeah. a couple of episode, episode or something, you know, decent guest lead and things. Um, that I didn't make enough of the opportunity and didn't do enough work in terms of just like really knowing what I was saying and really knowing the scene. Yeah. I think you know in the future I, I need to do that more especially with telly just really to, like with theatre it's not a problem because you're rehearsing yeah. rehearsing rehearsing and like more for telly you know I need to like really just be on the ball and know what I'm know everything that I'm supposed to be doing yeah and what what between the three mediums theatre TV and film would you say the Big difference is that for you as an actor, in terms of your craft. I don't, I don't, I don't. I think an actor is an actor, and a good actor, like the best actors, can do everything. It's this idea that somebody's a theatre actor, somebody's a TV actor. Mm. You can only get better at TV the more you do. You can only get better at film and more relaxed the more you do. The more comfortable you feel in in any scenario. Mm. So I mean, so. Spent for me going on stage is I, I don't don't think about it. It's nothing. It's just there. I do it. Okay. Bang. It's uh, it's done. I have no no phobias at all. Going to a TV set or or films. Suddenly I'm just I'm I, I, I clam up and I feel nervous and I feel like you know, and I just think it's just the more you do that the more time you spend doing that, that would disappear, that would completely dissipate and you'd just be doing more acting. Yeah. Only you, you, you're just doing it for that little time, you know, not, you're, not doing, you're not sending it out yeah. to as many um, bodies in the room. Yeah, it's just fascinating because some people say, I need to be on that there because I need to feel the rush of the, not the, necessarily the applause, but just the feeling of having those people in the room, yeah. whereas film and TV, from my experience, you just have a lot of people, technical people around, and you just you're just there to do your scene or whatever, yeah. and then it's, it's, it's you're in and out, you know. It is technical, but it's still it's still acting. Yeah. And those who are you know that we know that we admire, some of them that I've actually worked with, and yeah. I I've seen them, and I've gone, oh my god, yeah, I can see why you're. That's just brilliant. I wish big, I, yeah. But I think I think it's a case of the more you do, the better you get, or yeah. the more at least the more relaxed you become, and the more you know that you can't really make any mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And uh, one other thing I wanted to ask you: you talked a bit, a bit earlier on about 
having gaps in your life, like in terms of acting, and because uh, you know you, you had to stop for a bit for yeah. other reasons and then health reasons and yeah. so on and so on. Each one of those times, has it changed your perspective on acting? Um, have you become like consciously? Have you been a different? No, I can't. No, because I can't, I can't, I can't. I've never, I've things, I've, there's things that I've done at certain times that I think, oh, I wish I'd done that differently or I wish I'd reacted differently to that situation yeah. or that scenario. But I've never then gone into a new adventure or a new job thinking, yeah. this time I'm going to be yeah, yeah. this. Because I can't, that's my thing. I can't, oh. to me that's, you know, I can only act when I need when I'm supposed to act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to me that's acting. I can't yeah. think right, I need to be this person or that okay. person. I can only be the person that I am. Yeah. So it's not that I don't learn anything. Yeah. Of course I do. Mm. I can prevent myself from doing yeah. something. I can recognise a situation yeah. that arises again and I can remove myself mm. or deal with it differently. But I never go in thinking I'm changed now. Like from going the next theatre job I do hopefully from this audition on Thursday it'll be this one but the next job I do I'm not going to go oh because of my illness I'm going to yeah. do this now no because a lot every time I do it a lot because when I'm doing it I'm, yeah. I'm happy anyway do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing yeah. so I'm totally happy anyway yeah. really most of the time hmm. uh, does that make any sense am I making any sense uh, you're making as much sense as I probably am so <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, and uh, and that leads me on nicely to maybe um, something I have to ask you about is like like the highs and lows of acting, you know? Yeah. Like because I I obviously know you really well. It won't be a shock to the audience that I know you really yeah, well yeah. after this conversation. I know I've known you for years, mm -hmm. but I want you to tell everybody else like like. For not for my uh, neurotic abusement or anything like that. I just want it for other actors, like you know, and like and the, what I mean is, like there's highs of getting the part, right, uh -huh, uh -huh. and doing the part. Yeah. But what about the lows that nobody sees? Yeah. When you get rejected and you get constantly get rejected, or you, the phone doesn't ring, and it, uh, I think people should know the reality of acting because people think of the acting as a glamour and well we talked about you know being able to you know being able to have having a bit of finance behind you to help you to i mean i would yes we do know each other we've known each other a long time and at times without your patronage i wouldn't have been able to continue with my career yeah. and without certainly now without um lisa behind me letting me encouraging me um and giving you know, giving me the, the, the things that I can do at yeah. the, the, the theatre at the at the King's Arms and yeah. things that keep me seeing now that I didn't have before. Yeah. But it's it is it, it is it, it's it's like anything, isn't it? If you're not if you're not working, it's difficult. Yeah. It? If you're if you've got a job and it's a job you like. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people which yeah, yeah. can't stand and that's difficult. Yeah. I've been there and I don't want to be there ever yeah. again. But if you've got a job that you really love, and then you you're not doing it for a bit, it's it's hard. And yeah. also, if you if you you know continually doing auditions, or you're waiting for the good thing to come through, and all that comes through is like a, a an audition for an ad, 
you know, yeah. the money's great, but you're like, oh my God, that's, oh. And yeah. then that becomes frustrating. You think, oh, is this it then? Is it just going to be ad, 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 yeah. ad? So it's, it's just up and down and up and down and you just have to be able to just not, I don't know, I, I just, just keep going and just go, well, oh well, what the hell. I just, not, 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 if you if you're, if you're not looking from for anything from it, if you're not thinking yeah. that, you, if you're not waiting for your next big break, yeah, if you're just waiting for a job, mm. then it's it's a bit easier. Yeah, because I just think it's really important for people that want to become actors or are actors that are going through the same thing yeah. to get a real sense of like what it what it actually feels like, you know, and so so they can perhaps relate to it, like. What like I said it, at the beginning, it's a way of life. Yeah, it is a way of life, and if you're not, if you're chasing something, if you're chasing, if you're wanting to be the, you know, the next whoever, yeah. and you've got your favorites, you watch on act. You know, that's there's a different, that's a different world to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's out of reach. No, but but because I'm in that, but it's a, it's a completely different world to me. I'm not like yeah waiting for it to be offered the next big series. I don't think like that, and yeah. if you are thinking like that. And that's you know yeah. that would drive you bonkers, surely. Yeah. If you just sit and wait, if you if you just go, this is what I do. I love doing it, and um, yeah. How do you how do you balance the negative with the positive? Because it's very important not to get too carried away as well, right? Absolutely, you can't. Can you, you can't. You shouldn't get carried away at all. Yeah. yeah. At all, just like I say, just do the job. Yeah. And when, like I say, when you're doing it, and if it's if it's an interesting piece that you're doing, and you you're involved, and you're you know you're creative, and you're buzzing, there's nothing. That's it. That's me. That's who I am. And then yeah, I if I'm not doing it after a while, I get I do get low. You know me. You've seen me. How I am. Yeah. And then but then now I have the thing where I can go to the pub and I can. Uh, at the, we have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> go to the pub. <laughs> Absolutely wasted and forget about everything. Yeah, that's not helpful to do. <laughs> we have a theatre pub. Yeah, yeah. And I get to do like I did um Craps Last Tip yeah. back in September and it was brilliant, brilliantly received. Really thoroughly enjoyed it. Had such a good time and that's then that's a release, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So if I don't if it's not coming in, I have now nah, I'm a very lucky person because I'm able to go and just go, I'm gonna do this piece of work yeah, yeah. for myself for without sounding too whatever. For just pure artistic endeavour. Yeah, no, and just to to exercise that exercise the muscles. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just like if you know, organize a, a kicker bout. Yeah, you know, or maybe. do a five side football <laughs> yeah, game. Or yeah, so, so it's just the same. Yeah. But I just think it was important for people to see like not the darker side, but you know, where, every any any young person who's going into it or anybody who's never done it before and has decided that they want to get into it at a later stage. And there's loads of these acting schools out there that do it, not just drama schools like acting schools yeah. for mature people you know yeah go for it but yeah that's a huge you know yeah very few people actually get to the point where you're <laughs> that you're aiming at yeah but a lot of people think oh it'll, it'll be all glamour and everything and i think it'll, yeah because it looks like that doesn't it yeah but what i'm trying and to it get always, i mean it always has been hasn't it yeah but i'm trying to get across to people that 
it can be that, but it is a lot, 95% of it. 95% for 95% of, 95% of the time for 99% of the actors, it's nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, don't I mean, go out and research them statistics there. Just <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I haven't researched them. Like that. <laughs> be very different percentages. <laughs> no, but again, uh, keep coming back to this. This, this is only our opinion, yeah, and yeah. we neither of us like, can speak for everyone. So absolutely, you know, <laughs> speak for no one. But it's true. We can barely speak for ourselves. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's just important for people, I think, yeah. to hear the side of of the story. You uh, know? Yeah, absolutely. I think you should, uh, you should know what you get yourself, what you get yourself into. And it's hard. Yeah. And, but it's not to put anybody off. It's just the opposite. To go, yeah, you, you, we... Because there's people you out don't there. just jump in a car and close your eyes and drive mm. off, do you? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you've got to go into things knowing um, that uh, it's not going to be as straightforward as you know. As, as Again, at the risk of you shutting down, shutting me down, and not wanting to answer this question, but there's something I've wanted to ask you for quite a while about actors and about there's something that really bugs me about actors, right? Mm. Especially when they get together yeah. and it becomes it becomes very cliquey and very like very insincere mm. but sincere, you know? Yeah. Why do do you think I, why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. My thing is that I I know a lot of Do you get what I mean though? Yeah, I do um it's a word that I was in as a child and you think I think if you stay in that and you go through that and then you um and you're, you've gone, you know, youth, theatre, college, drama school, into acting, and it's just, that's all you know, isn't it? So I, I can't, I love acting. I love being an actor, working, doing the actual craft, doing the yeah. actual job. The other stuff that comes along with it, because, I don't know, maybe because I had my hiatus or whatever I just I just I don't I don't want to be I'm not into the hurrah and the oh weren't we marvellous and slapping each other on the back and you know and oh it's such a isn't it wonderful to be just no I just want to do the job and go home no but that's, that's, the amount of people that I've, I've heard say to you we're going to be friends for life and this that and that yeah but I think <laughs> I think that can happen in any walk of do life at the same time yeah I do yeah I think if people it just feels a bit more heightened yeah, I think to me in, yeah possibly yeah in that kind but none, none of the <laughs> <laughs> not very many of the actors I work with ever want to be friends with <laughs> no but you know but in the sentiment <laughs> I'm going to be friends with you for at least the next six months <laughs> This after that <laughs> I think that'll be enough yeah. and uh, what one of the crazy tours you did recently before mm. the pandemic was around the world doing what yeah that was mental and what was that experience like because again that's another level isn't it yeah it was a huge show an absolutely behemoth of a, of a, of a show 
and to be part of it was was amazing this because it's you know so well known but to go and i didn't quite manage to get around the world because of yeah you know before the pandemic anyway but i i went to hong kong and i went to auckland in new zealand and I, you know as somebody who i'm not a great flyer i've flown loads of times from manchester to belfast <laughs> furthest beyond that was to crete when it was a teenager on holiday and I was drunk and I can't really remember the flight but then to go from that to go to go to New Zealand the other side of the world was amazing but I just think I was too old at the time and um, it was too, it became too much just the, the, the period of time and uh, in particular Auckland was amazing but I just wish I'd have had my wife and daughter with me at that, at that time Hmm. But yeah, I mean, just being involved. In, if it was just if it was just about just doing the show, amazing, and to go on tour and to be part of that was amazing. But then you're living a whole big crew of people, and you're all together all the time, and it just becomes a can't for me. It got a little bit claustrophobic. I'm gonna have to put a cut in here because I need to go to the toilet. Okay. So that's an edit. It's good. Edit, yeah. But we can. Did we, did we mention what the show was? He kind of did, but it was warm horse. Build, I don't know what it actually said, but it was warm. We horse. can pick it back up. Continue. <clears throat> so yeah, that was. I mean, that was a a fantastic thing to be a part of, and a great part to play as well. But then I discovered that. So you weren't just the ass end of the horse, then? No. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. No. Because that's always been my joke. Yeah. He's off yeah, no, yeah. the Everybody asked it. Oh, you're in the horse. <laughs> there was really fit, strong young men inside the horse. Oh, right, okay. Not, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that, and that's that. And that, I, finished that Jan, I finished that just before the pandemic struck. Yeah. When it was, I, they were in Australia. I wasn't in Australia because, you know, it was having. Yeah. Treatment. But did the wildfires start around there? Yeah, yeah. It was funny about that. Everywhere we went, something happened after we (laughs) left. Like, we left Hong Kong and the student riots started. (laughs) Um, We left New Zealand and one of the islands off Auckland, there was a volcanic eruption and a couple of people were were killed. And then before we we were in Paris, there was rail strikes and bus strikes and stuff. (laughs) So it was like everywhere the War Horse Tour went, something and then when they were in the, no, I shouldn't laugh I'm not, it's not funny but when they were in Australia the, the fires started and the pandemic struck maybe so maybe I, I'm like maybe <laughs> this should be called acting the global disaster yeah. <laughs> if I ever come to a time you show get out of there yeah. you know something bad's gonna happen acting the global disaster yeah. I think that's what this podcast should be called yeah so when you went to those places did you experience the local culture um in any of those places yeah it did cut out and about um not as much as in Hong Kong for the first two weeks not really um and then Lisa and, and Cloda um, my wife and daughter came out for the last two weeks and that was great and we did get out to different parts of the island in New Zealand they didn't come out at all so I didn't go. I've, I went a couple of the little islands off Auckland for, on my own a couple of times um, but no I, I, I was a bit down when I was there in the hotel room it would just be finish the show get a 
bottle of wine and go back to the hotel and sit on the balcony. And uh, yeah, it felt so far away, you know, because it was literally was the other side of the world. Yeah, so it, you, you flash, it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like, but because you just you, you flew there and you forget the you know you're up you, you took twenty six mm. hours to get there, but once you're there and then you're just like, it's when you're con- when you're ringing home and you're going to bed and they're getting up. Yeah. And that was the that was like, wow. I really am really really far away and I can see why people stay there and don't come back yeah. also because the thought of like the, this mammoth plane journey back yeah. so it was different that was extremely again I suppose that's like highlights the glamour everybody you know does think oh it's glamorous it's amazing and for the majority of the time it was great and a lot of the people had a really good time on there and there were younger people but I just I struck at that that particular then particular four weeks I did really struggle and really I was really homesick Here, here's another question for you something that strikes me th- throughout this conversation can like keep coming back to me in my head to ask you a question is do you ever think you've fitted into the acting world when I was younger okay absolutely 100% because that's what I was doing as you talk about it it always feels to me like you're on the edge. I do feel a little bit on the edge, yeah, and I don't know whether that's where I've put myself or if yeah. I do. I don't know whether sometimes it's a little bit of paranoia or a little bit of reluctance or um, I don't know. It's just something that uh, as I've been speaking to you yeah, about. Yeah, a lot of the time I don't feel part of it at it, all. It just, I, I do struggle. It's something interesting. I do struggle. I do feel on the outside of it a lot of the time. And, uh, but then I think what makes me feel part of it is my contribution when I'm doing what I'm yeah. supposed to be doing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The important uh, thing. Uh, I don't think I can be judged in any way of that. That's when it, that's when I am a part of it, and that's when others know I'm a part of it when I'm doing the actual yeah. job. But looking at it from your perspective, what uh, makes me think about it is you. There must be a real sense of irritation on your part when those in between bits when you're waiting for the work to begin or when you're killing time Mm. for the work to begin for them to recognise oh the reason why you're here you're not just some grumpy old Irish guy just hanging hanging around you know I think that's what I'm perceived I think I am I think that's that's very accurate I think that's that's what I am people just see the grumpy old Irish guy and what I am and what I am just doing is just waiting to start when everybody else is going and I just say when we're starting when are we going to start you know that's what makes me think of it. <laughs> God, it must be really empty when you, you're like, fucking, can we just get on with it? You know? I didn't know we could swear. We can do anything. <laughs> you know, you know, it's just that, that thing of like, come on, let's hurry up and get on with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so it's just what you said, it's just a come I think that's what sometimes you come across. I remember I was like, I'll, be, I'll speak to Lisa and go, oh my God, and they didn't. And she goes, and she's like, and then we're like, oh, nobody, nobody's been, they just walk straight past me or whatever. And she's going, Colin, did you have your normal face on? Were you like, were you, or were you smiling at them or were you glaring at them? And I was like, yeah, I think, I think I might have been glaring at them. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I don't realise that I might just be, yeah, I don't, I'm, don't, I'm not aware of what I'm projecting out yeah. there sometimes. And it's not, I'm not, and I'm not, 
I'm not like hit. Maybe I'm I'm not hitting. I'm just like, oh, I'm just I just want to do get on with it. No, but that's fascinating. I don't want to join in anything. I just want to do the yeah. Yeah, but that's fascinating for for me. Uh, I'm looking for the outside as an act talking to an actor going. I don't know what I'm projecting because part of acting is projecting, right? Yeah, but I'm talking as myself. Yeah, but that that's the difference, right? Yeah, big difference. You, you, because you've already said yeah. before you want to act when you're like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to act in your everyday life. No, you know? yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's interesting yeah. to me. It's like, hang on, you, you're just a guy living a double life and then when he's not meant to be at work and then he's, People are behaving like they're in kindergarten or yeah, in, yeah. they're in an episode of Big Brother yeah. when it used to be cool. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, he's waiting for his job to begin. Yeah. He's waiting for his call. Yeah. And the call just keeps getting dragged out. <laughs> and dragged, dragged out. Yeah. Um, what would you like your legacy to be as an actor? I've, I, I don't even know... Do you even care? No, not at all. I don't think of leaving a legacy as an actor. I just... Um, uh, I, and as a, as a person or as an entity, my legacy, if you want to use that word, would just would be my children. That's the only thing that I'll leave behind that is, uh, to me is... I've, I've done things and to... to, to got back to it and to got back into it and to be recognized at a certain level and picked up a few awards for theater stuff and that and and to feel that yeah this is this is what i i knew all along this is what i am and this is what i do that's you know so there's no i think maybe all right legacy determined enough to get back into doing what but you you've almost got into it back into it twice yeah so yeah. that's the thing, yeah. you know. There's getting into it once, and then yeah. there's taking another conscious hiatus for various different things. Yeah. But it's the the con the conscious choice to get back into it again. Yeah. Which is that yeah. to me is. So I would say that the, the determination to do that and to make that decision at, at the time I did at a very precarious time in my life. Yeah. Um, I would say that was be my legacy. A little bit of balls to go and do and, that. And, and now you've I know you probably don't think about it or realise it or even care but you've now you've got a varied yeah uh, body of work you know yeah I'm quite proud of some of the stuff I've done yeah obviously you're not gonna I don't think you sit there and <laughs> no over the last 15 years or so it's, it's, it's amazing sometimes I sit there in one of my lazy one of my <laughs> many lazy moments yeah. <laughs> you know we're just watching Homes Under the Hammer or they, Four in a Bed did or... they still have that? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and they've revamped it again it was a brand yeah. new episode this morning because yeah. Tommy from uh, <laughs> so maybe you Garden should, Rescue you should do moment. now is for how to wear actors what shows they do what to watch if you're not working yeah yeah yeah. TV review for out of work actors. So yeah, so be... um, I, I, I forgot what I was saying. Man. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, sometimes I'll just have a little reflection and go, "Do you know what? To get to where I am yeah. is, you know, I've 
well done, nice one. Yeah. You stuck at it, and you know there was people, uh, people who doubted it, and you, you know so well done, well done. I think it's well done. Yeah. So yeah, is there anything you, you would like to ask? How long, how long have we been going now? Quite a while. Have you got a time check? You don't want a time check or anything? Because uh, I don't want to sell you short. No, but not selling you short at all. But uh, yeah, I don't. Is there anything you want to say before we no, go? No, like, what, like a disclaimer? No, no. Or put out my... Um, like, so, um, Colin Connor, available for work for we, we don't do selling on this show. <laughs> I haven't got anything to sell. No, we don't, we don't. Oh, yeah, come, come to CC's Comedy Night. The next one is uh, on the 5th of March. At the, don't uh, worry, we uh, did this. <laughs> don't worry, we'll I'll be hosting as I have done for this great, great night of comedy. Don't worry, we'll be yeah. editing this out. Don't edit that out. <laughs> but um, no I, I mean if you have any other questions I don't even know what we've talked about we've done what I took you all around the houses you did yeah. that was fun and because I want I always want a real conversation and that's all I think we've had yeah so it only remains for me to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and see you again Thank you, Shabazz. You're most welcome. And finally, thank you for finally having me on your podcast. Yeah. I can stop revving you, by the way. Thank you. <laughs>